and welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. Once again with your boy, Gary Lips. And as always, my man, Gio. Hey, man. Who cares? Wrestling sucks. <laughs> and why, Gio? Why are you so sad about wrestling? What has wrestling done to you? <laughs> over. They they did it. They buried Tamina Snuka. She's buried. <laughs> She's AEW. <done. laughs> oh, new leader of the Dark Order. I don't want to hear it. Tamina is the going to be the new leader of the Dark Order, yeah? Oh, um, my gosh. I've heard it all now. Can you imagine? We're not, I, yeah, we're yeah. not, even, re- we're not even reviewing Raw. Drafted <laughs> <laughs> W or New Japan. She doesn't deserve WWE anymore. Oh my gosh, he's proper bitter. He even warned me that he was bitter before we started, but he is uh he is really bitter. Um we will get to <laughs> we will get to Raw and you can relive Tamina's no. unfortunate. <laughs> we don't I, have because I all jokes aside, it was actually a very good Raw this week. It was no. it was it was good. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this week I think the bigger story uh was the return of dark side of the ring now we've mentioned it on this podcast like on and off um and we were quite excited when geo i think it was last week didn't you go through what the what the episodes were um and it started with the plane ride from hell boy like i don't know i don't know um jr never wants to talk about it again (laughs) um uh, just incredible was like it's what a capture of what pro wrestling was. Dreamer said it was normal. <laughs> um, yeah, what did you make of it? Like, okay, so everyone's all up in arms over this whole Ric Flair thing. I yeah. already told you I'm gonna piss people off because I, I completely agree with the scenario of it's been almost 20 years. Yeah. Since 2002 here. It's been, it's been like almost, what, 10, 15 years. What are you going to do? The man is how old now? What the fuck are you canceling him from? He doesn't wrestle anywhere. Yeah. It, this was settled out of court. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think people were more upset no. with Tommy Dreamer's response, though? I mean, he's been suspended by Impact now because of the comments on there, like indefinitely suspended. Do you think right. it's his comments that maybe, you know? But his response is spot on. Like, if if this bitch really felt a certain... Well, bitch, sorry. But if she really <laughs> felt a certain way about this... Then why did she not per- pursue it to the full extent instead of just settling out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I-, I told you, I- I'm in a mood this week, so. Yeah, I, I-, I did feel that she was probably, you know, she was pushing it a bit more. I mean... But it was it was it was a crazy episode. It was it was a worse plane ride than I think maybe I had given. I knew like Kurt Hedin and Scott Hall had like got all messed up and Michael Hayes obviously got drugged, passed out, and had his ponytail cut off. I knew all of that. I didn't know about the big fight with Hedin and Lesnar. Um 
yeah, it just sounds crazy. And the flare stuff, I don't know. Like, none of the stuff that was said on it is a shock. Everyone knew what the plane ride from hell was. Yes, okay, it's been 20 years. But we all knew the story. Like, she hasn't just made this information. Exactly. Like, do you know? So I, I, why wasn't it a big scene before? Or even 10 years ago? Why has it not been brought up until this? That's what I don't understand. And um, Because yeah. people do cancel. Yeah. Uh, Ric Flair won't, won't get cancelled. I mean, Tommy Dreamer, probably his reaction, you know, like he's... Uh, but he's right. It is Ric Flair. And I mean, if Dreamer says that he would not, he would not force himself on sexually, surely that's just Dreamer's opinion. Do you know what I mean? Like, surely that's just what Dreamer's take on it all was. Does that make him bad because he's got a different take? So I don't know. Um, you can see that she's, you know, probably still bothered by what happened. I mean, it sounds like Terry Reynolds has a pretty bad time. But what I don't understand, so Vince was on this plane. Why didn't he do anything? Why did he leave it to JR? Why didn't Vince get involved? Is that just how it worked? Like, that's your job, JR. Good luck. Or do you think it's, you know, is I don't, it, you know. It, 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 to me, this whole thing has been blown out of proportion. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But it was a very good episode. If you haven't watched it, go and watch it. Next week is uh, Chris Canyon, isn't it? So That's this week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this week coming. Um, the Young Bucks are on it. Is that right? Are they? Yeah, I think, uh, I think they said James Mitchell, Young Bucks, and DDP are on the Chris Canyon episode. I mean, I get James Mitchell and DDP because they worked with them, but the Bucks, really? Yeah, that's what he said, yeah. Next week, Chris Canyon featuring DDP, the Young Bucks, James Mitchell, and more. I think, okay. the, I think the funniest bit for me is when they said that um, Hayes' ponytail was put in a baggie and taped to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everybody cheered uh, about it. No, because Michael Hayes was known to be that asshole that nobody liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a um, very strong way to start the season. And there will obviously be a lot of different opinions of what happened with Flair. I, Dreamer is the one that's going to get crushed by the defense, I think, and downplaying what happened. Um, the rest was like normal stuff that you'd expect with a drunken, pilled up bunch of wrestlers. Like, none of it shocked me apart from, you know, maybe Dreamer's reaction. I mean, I get maybe why JR is sick of talking about it. Because um, he probably does feel responsible. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> where, where he was, he probably does. Do you know what I mean? But what was he going to do to stop it? That's why. You know. Like three things that everybody's always asking about. And it's always the same three things. So, of course, it's going to get tired. It's always the same three questions. What was it like being there when Owen Hart died? Well, how, what did you see when, when Draws got hurt? And how was the play you went from hell? I know you were in charge of it. He doesn't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Same three questions all the time. People tweet. People tweeted at him. They, they they constantly ask you during interviews. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I felt like Terry Reynolds played down like that Heidi's lawsuit as well. She didn't get much repercussion. I felt she played it down. Could just be me, but I thought the way that she was she was downplaying it a bit. Um, there were some bits missing because I was pretty sure didn't Vince and Kurt get into a wrestling match that Taker broke up as well. I was I was hoping you'd say that. No, that's a different flight. Ah, okay. It was 
That was that was a completely different flight. That's oh, back okay. when. That's back when Kurt first started with them. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Because I, I, yeah, I remember that, so, and I thought it was that flight. Okay. When, when Kurt first started with them, Vince McMahon said, "So I hear you're an Olympic wrestler, eh? You know, I bet you can't take me down." So they playfully were take, taking each other down and wrestling positions, and. <laughs> Uh, it, I guess they bumped into Taker or they joked at Taker and he, he awoke and thought they were in a legit fight. And he, <laughs> and he ran over and grabbed Kurt Angle and was like, get off of him. Wow. Fair enough. Amazing. You know, oh, okay. I, mean, I didn't realize it was a different uh, different flight. Yeah, no, it was, a di- it was a different flight. Vince wasn't... People keep saying this, like, whoa, Vince was on the flight. Vince wasn't on that flight. Ah, okay. That's why Ross was in charge. Fair enough. Vince family flew in, the, either flew in their own or they flew with, other, with, with the main eventer guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, it, yeah, it's an episode that will make for a lot of opinions. Um, but it's very well done. Dark Side of the Rings just getting better i think i think they're they're pulling the stories out and i think they tell them well to create you know a different opinion but yeah other than that go check it out if you haven't and i'm looking forward to the canyon one this week actually i am quite excited for the canyon one because i know he's definitely got a story you know and i think ddp will be able to tell it very well right wrestling this week um yeah um SmackDown. The ended of SmackDown. Um, better than Raw. Better know. than Raw. No, better than Raw. Do you think so? The end was weird. I want to hear it. Better than Raw. <laughs> uh, it was pretty skippable this week, so there's not much to touch on. I think uh, the end of the show with Belair singing. Yeah, I don't know. End the show with Belair singing Rocky Top when you have a much better episode. That's... I think, you know, Kane says she'll bring the title back to Knoxville for big, yeah. Don't know, Knox County, Belair, Becky, I don't know. I'm not, I wasn't a fan of it all. But Raw, <laughs> Raw was great. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I think nope. this week Raw was really good. Um, you know, will they mess it up? No, in WWE, probably next week. You know, I can accept that. Uh, but are we going to enjoy one? For right now, absolutely. No. Uh, nope. um, <laughs> I did like <Nope>. the... <laughs> we'll get to it. There was a good Brody chart. I, w- I will give the crowd that at the start. I did like that. Started up with the Bloodline versus New Day. It was a good o- opener. Um, I don't think they kicked it into next year because I feel like it's a teaser for Survivor Series. That's all I felt it was. Um, Lashley rocked up was pissed and he showed like he was pissed sent kofi into the ring pose took down jimmy grabbed jay speared roman yeah he's throwing spears uh, he's just um he says he beat yeah he says he beat reigns and biggie he can take them on both together his error never stops blah 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 do miss the mvp because that's a good voice piece for for lashley i think um but yeah it was a really good opener um then we'll skip the next bit because I don't like it either. Even Marie getting squashed again. 
completely pointless. Quit it. They need to move away from these two now. I love Eva Marie, as you know. I love Eva Marie. She's done exactly what she had to do. She's got Piper Nevins in and looking good. Now let her move on. They don't need to keep squashing Eva Marie in a minute 20 for fuck's sake. You know? Um, oh, it must really suck. <laughs> we'll get to yours. We can have mine. We'll get to yours. <laughs> Um, there was a funny bit after that match because like Big E went up to like Adam Pierce and Sonya and they seemed to be on the phone talking to the same person. Just dumb as fuck. Um, but anyway, uh, AJ versus uh, Randy Orton. Great match. Tons of fun. Played a bit on each other's past. You could see that they've been in the game a while. It was a really good worked match. I have to say from Orton and Styles, just what you'd expect. Like, it, it was on? really good. <laughs> on from these four. Yes, would be good. I'm guessing it's going to be the tag titles, but new, uh, who are the champs? I forget now. Uh, Styles and Omos are still champs, isn't it? So, yeah. I'm just guessing it's going to lead to a tag match, no? They don't got them. Doesn't the RK Bros have them? Yes, RK Bro have got them. Right, yeah, yeah. See? See oh, how? Tired of the same four, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but it, yeah, I, I get that. But as long as they're putting on good matches, I suppose it can, I can get over it. But yeah, have the tag match and move on in it, I think would be a good idea. Um, yeah, it would they be a good idea. Like four times. Yeah, they have. It's true. It's true. Um, now, the next bit, I was a bit, I was a bit confused. Uh, a bit confused. Are they trying to make us feel sympathy for Nia Jax? Yeah, was this the Nia Jax face turn? I don't know. I don't know. Like, did, did we turn her I, face? Are people going to... Like, are people going to care, though, for Nia? Like, I don't see anyone ever looking at Nia with sympathy. I mean, the Shayna showing some remorse in winning like that was a nice touch. I mean, yeah, she short-lived and she ran in and kicked Nia in hard and then smashed her arm on the ring steps. But no one is going to feel remorse for Nia Jack's WWE. Like, straight up. I, I don't get all the hate she gets, but she gets it. She's not gonna... They're not gonna feel bad for her. You know? <laughs> like, they're just not. Like, you've heard... People we know how they talk about Nia Jax. Can you imagine them now going, oh, Shayna, what did they do? Did they hurt Nia? Like, come on. I don't know. It's, it's a brave call. Um, but if it's if it's showing Shayna in a different light and it takes Nia off for a little while, maybe to like reboost Shayna, maybe I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Um, then it was a good, uh, a really good tag match, actually, by the way. Um it was only short, but it was good to see Angel Gaza back. So it was Mustafa Ali and Mansoor taking on Humberto Carrillo and Angel Gaza, who got the win. Damn. I mean, did you see how hard? Did you see Raw? Did you see how hard Ali got sent into the ring post? <laughs> Woo. Okay, so I do have Damn. questions. About so are Carrillo and Gaza faces? I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like they were. I don't feel like they wrestled. Like faces. It is Carrillo a heel? Like, yeah, it's weird. It, I mean, they made a good team, 
And I do get the team. And I think I, it's a team that I could get behind maybe more than Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. I think Carrillo and, and Gaza, I, I can see. Um, maybe they trade them to SmackDown and let Zelina Vega work with them again, is what I was thinking. Uh, that would work. Um, but it was good. I mean, Gaza did some scream about family. Humberto come in with like for a submission and then drop kick to the head. Boom. One, two, three. It was good. I, I thought it was good. It was good to see Gaza back. I always like seeing Carrillo back. I'm a big Carrillo fan. Um, so yeah, I'm a fan. And you know what's funny? The universe that I am a GM of, 205, I have both Gaza and Carrillo. And before this, they have been a tag team on my show for like a year. I teamed them up originally. Uh-huh. See, WWE are listening, mate. I'm watching, I'm telling you. Um, then, then came match of the night for me. <laughs> no. How about you tell us? Women's tag team championship match. <laughs> no. Riptide to Tamina on the apron. Nikki in the ring, roll up Natalia. Two and a Why? half what? minutes. Two and Why? a half minutes. <laughs> what? Because they both drawn for Charlotte, so that's their reward. They get to bury Tamina. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> oh, you both had to lose your titles to, to Charlotte, so we'll just give you these tag titles. Amazing. I, I, I'm very happy for Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. I am. Um, With that, Damo is your new co-host, folks. <laughs> Damo's been recruited. That's it. Geo quits. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, then there was Charlotte visiting Alexa's playground. Um, I would say, I think this was the first bit I've seen of them that's made me care about their match. I don't think it was as bad as some people have said. Um, I thought it was funny. What was the bit where she said, uh, what would she do if she didn't have the title? What would she say? It's not even originally hers. And Charlotte said, let's not talk about originality. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did like that. I must say, I, I, was, um, I was pleased with that. I thought that was quite a nice touch. Uh, but no, I thought it was a good segment. I actually thought it was a good segment. Um, yeah. Operation 24-7, Drake Maverick was going over, which incorporates the net and whatever the hell goes on with that 24-7 title. Um, okay, now the next match I wanted to bring up. Do you think Jeff Hardy is being added to the Sheamus-Damian Priest match? Or do you think he's just there as a distraction? Well, they announced it that he's in the match. Oh, what? Is it official? Mm-hmm. Oh, when did they do that? I think they announced it last night. Oh, I didn't see that because I watched it. I see him win and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with Jeff being added for now. But I kind of, I don't know. We do hard to go through, so. Yeah, we'll go through the card then. I haven't seen that it was official. I, are you happy with Jeff being added? Like, I wanted to focus on pre Sheamus. Like, I know those two could have a good match, but. He's going to be there to take the pin. He's just there to eat the pin, do you think? Or do you think they put, they've seen the response and they're trying to win fans back over and you think Jeff Hardy wins? Yeah, so he has been added to it. Okay, it's official. Wow. Yeah. I think he wins. I think the WWE have seen, okay, what, what, what one thing can we do, small thing that the fans would actually like? 
Jeff Hardy being US champ would keep people quiet, which I don't know why, because Damian Priest is new and fresh. But anyway, um, fair enough. Then a big main event. Big E, Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley. Um, oh, God, this card is not appeasing. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that after this. The triple oh, threat. Oh, no. Was uh, <laughs> Geo's finally looked. Is that the first time you've looked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Gonna be uh gonna be tough. <laughs> oh dear. Um anyway, let's get on the triple threat first. Biggie, Reigns, Lashley was amazing. It was it was it was a it was amazing. Um you knew it was gonna be fun. But it was damn good fun. It was really, as Vince says, really good shit. You know? I mean, I can't deny that the feeling of desperation still lingers around me when I watch Raw. I cannot knock them what they did last night because it felt like they were actually trying for the first time in ages. Um, I think they're going to have a triple threat match at Survivor Series. You think that Lashley's going to get involved in it? I think it's going to be Lashley versus, uh, what's we call it? Lashley versus Big E versus. See, I thought Roman. it was he's going to reunite Hurt Business with Cedric and Shelton, and it's going to be New Day, Hurt Business, Bloodline. That's they what could I'm thinking. That While MVP is off, give Lashley a couple of guys, you know, and do some madness, nine men madness, which could be crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I saw on Twitter some saying, oh, the WWE blew all their load by putting multiple big-time matches on the one show. If it's done right and they're given time, why not? Put the matches on. Raw's needed it. Tonight, last night's episode proved that they can put on a very, very good Raw. It showed that they can. The problem I have is their efforts are normally like, next week it will just go back. They'll rehash every single match and... But we'll enjoy it while we can. They can put on a good show, and they did. So there you go. Um, right, Extreme Rules. No. <laughs> we'll go through Beck, the card. <laughs> we got Becky versus Bianca. Yep, which I think is just there to make Becky more heel. I don't see Bianca winning um, myself. So, yeah, I don't see that. Priest versus Hardy versus Sheamus. I think, I, I think Hardy wins. I really do. Priest that quick? Yeah. I just think that, that she'll be back. I think he'll be back. I also, speaking of Bianca Becky, I think Sasha Banks will return as well. Extreme rules. In that match. Charlotte versus Alexa. Charlotte will retain. but And it's a bit of a nothing match. But at least I think like after last night, it's, uh, I'll be interested to see it. I thought that the promo they did was all right. Was, this is just a complete SmackDown match. Why the fuck would they add it to the card? Carmella versus Liv Morgan? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Why not just have this on SmackDown? I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I don't know. 
didn't they post a picture? So which WWE? I think it was our one. The BT Sport WWE put Liv Morgan and Tony Storm as a team. I mean, maybe they're going to do something. But Now it's a tag match? No, it's not now. But they just showed a picture saying, what would this team be like? And it was a picture of Liv and, and Tony Storm. Just seemed a weird post, unless they were just going for likes and, and stuff. The Usos versus Street Profits, which I've seen a bunch of times. Yeah. That, again, that's just like Charlotte Alexa. It's just to have the title match. No one thinks that Street Profits are going to win, which is a shame. I feel for Street Profits because they're just not going anywhere. They're a really good team. And for me, Montez Ford is going to be a huge star with his like the personality and charisma that boy's got. Uh, but they're, they're, they are being used really wrong right now. The Street Profits for me. They are being misused completely. As like one of the only tag teams, like actual tag teams, you know, not just two solo guys that we need something to do. And they're the ones that are getting used. And then Roman versus Finn. Which I think Lesnar just gets involved. I think people are, are worried, you know, oh, oh yeah. this will be the end of Demon. I think Lesnar just fucks that match up myself. Think that Finn's going? I think the demon's going over because Lesnar's going to screw him out of the title. Yeah, and I think it will make the. I will. I think it will make Finn because Finn's time will come. Like I don't think people are not. I don't want. I don't think it's like with Kevin Owens. This isn't just killing time to keep Roman busy. Finn's time will come where he will have a huge title run on SmackDown. Like he is. He is. He is too good. Um, and they seem to like him because he comes back straight into main event pitches where other show he's been on. So, um, yeah, Finn's time will come. Lesnar will screw the match and the demon will still look strong. So here you go. Here's some theory. So I say Sasha Banks could come back. I also think that Keith Lee could come back. I mean, they are almost certainly turning him heel. Uh, like, I think a character change could actually help him because I don't think he's had that long a run as a baby face to be to be upset with um i think he could come back i think austin theory could appear somewhere because he obviously said all his goodbyes this week i wrote this down he uh he tweeted out the way helped me get to that next level as a performer i can't thank the people i was surrounded by enough if you got lost in reality with what we gave you then we did our job now on to that next level also papa john thank you Literally saying goodbye to The Way and NXT. So I'm assuming Austin Theory, unless they're saving it for the draft, which is possible. Um, I am expecting Austin Theory to be on the main roster, possibly. Um, the only other one that I thought Elias' new gimmick could return. I mean, I'm, a, I'm assuming he's going to come back at some point soon. Could they use it at Extreme Rules? Maybe. Depends how big they want to push him with this new gimmick. And what it is, you know? Um, but yeah. I'm also expecting after Extreme Rules, Oscar to be the next cha challenger for Charlotte Flair, I think. Um, yeah, that's what I think. That's my hunches, possible surprises. But I am expecting Sasha Banks back. I am. So we'll just see what SmackDown brings. September 26th, so Sunday, isn't it? So there's one more SmackDown, that's it. And then after that, the draft starts next Friday, not this one, does it? So next Tuesday, my birthday, we'll do our draft predictions, yeah? 
How excited. I'm excited. I get to win again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I'm, revealing, the... I'm not revealing my step until next week, so. Oh, really? Okay. Because <laughs> the bets are on, baby. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. We'll think about it. But yeah, we'll reach out. We'll hopefully have Demo. Definitely have Demo. Possibly Stretzy. I know Stretzy's quite busy, but we will try um, and get them on um, on that. Um, Listen, go on. If he's on, he better play fucking... He still owes us from the last bet. <laughs> yes, he does. He does. He owes us... Um, yeah. He owes us uh, um, full guys, full guys in Discord. He does, um, yeah. <laughs> funny stuff. Uh, speaking of funny stuff, um, Raquel Gonzalez and obviously Broad Strowman, Adam Sher, a very clear couple. Um, very, very clear. Did you see her TikTok with her doing the cheesy pickup lights? <laughs> like oh they're together yeah she's been well i mean they've been they've been putting out all kinds of pictures and and everything you know like it's been uh it's been huge um she's posted loads of social media stuff tiktoks instagrams yeah he can huge aew making some moves the owen Hart cup huh exactly now i wanted to get onto this before we did uh to do your reviews and stuff owen hart so the owen hart foundation and aew are now a partnership are a thing okay we have to play a little bit devil's advocate do you think that mrs mrs hart has only done this as a fuck you to wwe oh she definitely has and is that the wrong reasons then to do it definitely because I feel like if she wanted to legitimately honor him, she would go with the place A that he was known for and B that has the most footage and stuff about him. Yeah. See, because it doesn't make sense, you know? Like, it's a really good thing. I, I don't, I, you know, we're just playing devil's advocate here because I'm pleased that they're getting some, some stuff. I like, honestly, I am. But it's the I, I way. She was on the Jericho podcast. He probably made some moves after the podcast was done. Yeah. I guess so. But, I mean, let's be honest here. Yeah, so, yeah, yesterday, uh, collaboration with the Owen Hart Foundation that will include the establishment of an AEW tournament called the Owen Hart Cup. Tournament's going to be held annually with the winner receiving a trophy called the Owen um, and it will, they haven't taken place that when it's going to start. And in addition to it, the collaboration between them will include the production of original Owen Hart merchandise. Owen will be featured as a character in AEW's console video game that's currently in development, and Owen Hart action figures, apparel, posters, and collectible merchandise will always also be released, and the action figures will be produced as part of the AEW's line with Jazzwares. Just from where has it come from? Like, I... I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, she's always said she'll never allow Owen to be recognized by WWE or approve of him being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And she, yeah, she still feels responsible. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit much for me. 
it's yeah a it's a bit much like i know she's mad and she's right to be mad and no one's ever going to knock her anger or dispute the fact that she could be angry but he was a wwe guy you know like all of his video library is there like all of this stuff's just going to be like new stuff not yeah. just as you just said he's a wwe guy he stuck with them even when they screwed his brother mm -hmm. yeah and even when he couldn't really find where he fit during that sort of late 90s period you know like it was a bit tough for owen hart like with the nation and other bits and pieces he done and the blue blazer stuff like it was tough for the style of wrestler he was for where the wwf at the time were like someone like owen hart and he still tried he still did every gimmick i don't know i mean yeah don't know it's uh it, it's a tough one but i am really really pleased that you know he's gonna get you know his memory and legacy is gonna be like extended th further i think the idea of the tournament's a great idea with some of the people that are on AEW, it kind of makes sense it's always nice to have a tribute to him because you know but AEW, i don't know and she said, didn't she, the, this partnership is my special gift to all of Owen's magnificent loyal fans who forever remember him and his inspiring repertoire of talents. So, yeah, there you go. What the hell? Um, just being said as well that Tommy Dreamer is now off Busted, the Busted Open Radio. He's off that as well. What? Yeah, they're, they're dropping. This so stupid. Yeah, he's... Uh, Tommy Dream is the one that's going to take the major fall for this, you know. Absolutely going to be uh, taking the fall. Yeah, but busted open radio. He's he's no longer. He's off. So here we go. Yeah. Oh, stupid. Uh, his did you see Tommy Dreamer? So Tommy Dreamer has uh, put a statement out saying it was never my intention to offend, hurt, or victim. Uh, shame anyone. I understand my comments were insensitive and could trigger emotions in someone's own personal past. I do not condone sexual misconduct of any kind. I apologize to anyone I offended from the bottom of my heart. But the guys on Busted Open said, I felt that I needed to start off the day show, talk about a few things. I'm still quite frankly shocked by what Tommy said. I think that was definitely out of character for the Tommy that I know, who has been hosting the show for a few years now. And I can't and will not defend the comments because they're indefensible. Quite frankly, the things Tommy said, Tommy fucked up on thursday and what he says is insensitive and it won't be tolerated so wow they really laid into him too a lot of people have been looking to us now and we're going to be doing what what we're going to be doing about tommy and tommy's future as far as tommy's future i'm busted open for the time being he's off the show for how long i don't know i don't know how long tommy's going to be off the show i think he needs to take some time to reflect and understand how his comments hurt how his attitude hurt and i don't know if you can put a timetable on that Wow, they slaughtered him. Wow. <laughs> Goodness me. Uh, but did you see Ric Flair's statement? I think Ric Flair's the funniest. Like, I sh it shouldn't be funny. His opening statement was, to clarify, the helicopter, as it was called, is accurate. <laughs> He's not even denying it. <laughs> I wish I could blame it on youth. But it was a case of drinking too much and being inappropriate and apologize for that and have countless times over the years. I made some bad decisions during dark periods of my life. And it's something I've spent parts of years, a uh, significant part of years I was given by the doctors in 2017 trying to make right. I condemn sexual assault in any way, shape or form. 
I could have written books that have covered my transgressions. I've made some pretty terrible decisions, but I've never forced myself on anyone in any way, period. So, yeah. Everyone's saying that they don't, they don't know of that Ric Flair. Maybe he was just swinging it around and her interpretation of it, you know? So it's an interpretation thing. Clearly, he went too far. Clearly, she's upset. Like, no one's going to look at what she's saying and, and say not. But poor Tommy Dream is just getting fucked, isn't it, at the end of his career? Absolutely butt. Suspended off that, now off the radio. Yet Ric Flair will be showing up somewhere, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Interesting. Prior to last night's episode of Raw, Keith Lee took on a local enhancement talent and defeated him in quick fashion. As Keith Lee was making his way down to the ring for the match, he was introduced as Keith Bearcat Lee, which indicates Lee is going through a character change and is speculated that Lee will now be a heel going forward. Keith yeah. Lee began his change as a heel character during recent tele non-televised house shows. He could be a monster heel, Keith Lee. Like, he really could. Lee's brand new persona is repeatedly a reference to Bearcat White, a popular African-American wrestler from the 50s and 60s. It is oh. rumors that Bearcat could also be a reference to Bearcat Brown, who's an African-American wrestler from the 60s and 70s. Keith Lee competed on TV, last competed on TV on the second losing across. So this is interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think I think he'll get drafted somewhere. Um, that's when we'll see him. Um, oh, yeah. He'll definitely go to, like, SmackDown. I think so. I think maybe on SmackDown and, and be a big heel over there. He could do some good heel work over there. Um, interesting I think he'll make a good heel. I, I actually get that one. I don't think Heath Lee as a baby face was particularly... He's going to be particularly missed. But as a big heel, I think I can dig it. Depends who they have him attack because they're going to cheer him when he's first back. But we'll oh, he's definitely going to be a dude going for that U.S. title. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I actually was googling like where Harry Smith is because you know he signed with the on the summer, didn't he? Like I haven't seen him, and uh, he's yet to appear outside of a dark match, but. Paddy Smith is still with WWE, but is yet to be signed to a brand. And that's all it is. I just, I wondered when we were going to see him, you know, but no more dark matches, all the dark matches. So that's it. Uh, one thing I did write down, uh, did you see uh, Brad, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson's uh, thank you uh, Twitter. He thanked uh, WWE. Uh, I thought that was I quite was nice. I was just reading it. Yeah, I thought it was quite nice. Thanks to the big man who I know hates to be acknowledged. I won't say much. Thank you for the conversations, the life lessons, and the best hug I've ever received. I wish more people could see you how I see you. Yeah, obviously talking about. Um, yeah, no, um, I mistook. Sorry, I see him going for the Intercontinental title on SmackDown. I oh, see him yeah. to go for Nakamura. Yeah, could do because Nakamura boogs are pretty over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get uh, um, get Apollo Crews off my screen. I'm over Apollo Crews. Dead is chance. I'm not a fan. Apollo Crews, no. Uh, but I did think, uh, yeah, it'd be good to see. Good to see him. I thought Daniel Bryan's touch maybe will help calm internet wrestling Twitter fans. Brian Alvarez is the one. Here you go. Here's my rant. I have a little rant. 
fucking Brian Alvarez. Dude, like, someone needs to take his Twitter away because it's lame as fuck. Like, it's lame as fuck. Like, I don't get why people read it or acknowledge it. He puts, like, the ratings and the demo and this, and then the chats go off and he doesn't try. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. I don't care that 640,000 people watch fucking Rampage. I don't care. There you go. Brian Alvarez. Fuck off. <laughs> Right. What did you get to review? Yo, this is Vince Russo, bro. And I am here to talk about Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. But if I want, really want to break it down, if I really want to pick somebody out, I'm here to talk about Geo, who reviews one pay-per-view a week and usually bad ones. Geo, one pay-per-view a week. Bro, I don't watch one pay-per-view a year. What pay-per-views are you watching every single week, Geo? And I also hear, bro, you only review the bad ones. Geo, newsflash, they're all bad, bro. Whatever wrestling pay-per-view you review is going to be bad. You know why? Because Vince Russo is not booking anymore, Gio. That's why. So you're not going to get any more good pay-per-views anymore. You know why, bro? Because here's the question, bro. Here's the question, Gio. When you're watching these worthless pay-per-views, bro, ask yourself this question, bro. Who books this shit? Who books this shit, Geo? Not me, baby. Not me, bro. No mercy. <laughs> 2006, I believe. Six, yeah, 2006, yeah. The William Regal penis incident. <laughs> but as a pay-per-view, because this was, wasn't Cyber Sunday. Right. There was Cyber so Sunday around here, but yeah. Get that scenario out of the way because I forgot how this was even set up. See, I thought it was something with like the boogeyman. I forgot this was a legit gimmick in itself. I forgot that they had Vito wearing a fucking dress. <laughs> I forgot that was a gimmick. Yeah, it wasn't forgot. a gimmick. I forgot that it was just Big Vito in a fucking dress. Yeah, it's not good, is it? <laughs> This was the match with uh, Damien Sandow before he was Damien Sandow, wasn't it? Um, What's his name? Idol Stevens? Yes! That was Damien Sandow when he first came out of the OVW. There's Pats, baby! <laughs> and uh, who was his partner at the time, though? I can't remember. Who was that guy? Oh, what was his name? He tagged with him for a bit, and I can't remember his name. Case, oh, was it Casey James? Was it Casey James? Uh, I can't remember. Can't remember. Exactly. It might have been Casey James. They weren't yeah. around long. That's all no, I remember. Yeah, as like he wasn't. Yeah. And then obviously Sandow went and come back as fucking the what was it? The uh, the intelligent. What was his name? What was his first gimmick when he came out and just corrected it? <laughs> The intelligence guy. Oh. oh, what was the fuck was that gimmick? That was fucking hilarious. I used to laugh my oh. eyes off. Ass off as that. 
Um, but yeah, because he went, he came and then went back to like the Florida thing, the arrogant intellectual or something, wasn't it? Something. Yeah, the intellectual yeah. savior. The ass, the intellectual savior. Thank you. <laughs> what a legend. God, that was great. I mean, the stuff with Miz was probably the best. Like, the stunt double to Miz was amazing. Dollars. Yeah, fair. Yeah, the, the meta powers. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. It was great. It was great. Uh, right, let's get back to the card. So, on Sunday Night Heat, Jimmy Wang Yang take it on Sylvain, which was Sylvain Grenier. Um, I'm kind of guessing I know how that dark match went. <laughs> Jimmy Wang Listen, Jimmy Wang Yang had great entrance music. Yes, fair. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, probably all you can say about that match. But he actually kicked off with um, Matt Hardy versus the Cruiserweight champion Gregory Helms. Yes. But it wasn't for the title. Why was it not for the title is what I don't understand. Because they were playing it off like Gregory Helms kept saying that Matt Hardy wasn't fit enough for it and all this. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah, yeah, he was a he was a good cruiserweight champion. That Gregory Holmes stuff. Yeah, he was he was pretty much saying like you don't weigh enough. Got it. Good match though. Yeah, I guess those I, two is pretty solid in it when you put those two together. Gregory Holmes fans. Yeah, to be fair, and I was quite a fan of this Hardy. The cruiserweight Hardy, I I don't know, I quite enjoyed it, like the yeah. version one and stuff. But yeah, um, tag team championship match up next. I've got here, obviously, what we just mentioned: Casey James and Idol Stevens, which were managed by Michelle McCool at the time, took on Kendrick and London. What a great tag team Kendrick and London were, man! That was that was fun. That was fun. And they had uh, Ashley Massaro as their manager, didn't they, I think? Yes. Wow. And then it was the debut of MVP. The debut. Yeah. Against, uh, God, who did he even take on? Some jobber. Marty Garner, who's just an enhancement talent, because that was his whole gimmick was he was allowed to pick who he wanted to fight. <laughs> he chose enhancement <laughs> talent to make himself look good. <laughs> But yeah, that was his actual debut. Wow, 2006 was his debut. Yeah, uh, this was the, the guy that uh, was, yeah, hit a playmaker and he was signed up to that massive contract when it and stuff. That was the whole gimmick. <laughs> Amazing. Um, then what we got on here, Mr. Kennedy taking on The Undertaker. Now, this is when Mr. Kennedy was actually in the midst of looking good until he upset. Randy Orton, obviously. Um, this is, uh, didn't he, like, I think, yeah, Taker, didn't someone get disqualified? Who got disqualified? Taker took the belt or something, weren't it? Some nonsense. Yeah, and then and I, yeah. Play, uh, first blood match. Ah, okay. I, I just remember Taker, like, he pile drive both Kennedy and the ref, and he, I think Charles Robinson yeah, got out of yeah. as well. Yep. <laughs> Poor old Charles Robinson. Uh, False Count Anywhere, Mysterio versus Chavo with Vicky. Um, 
yeah, it's always a good match. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't you can't ever knock those two. Balls get anywhere as well. You're always going to get solid. This card really sucked, didn't it? Jesus Christ. Even for 2006, this is hard work, this card. Jeez. Is it a SmackDown pay-per-view? Yeah, it is, isn't it? But yeah, and then uh, Chris Benoit taking on William Regal. Um, obviously, the penis incident. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Benoit did actually win the match uh, with the with the crossface. Um, yeah, it was revealed, wasn't it? On the it, that was Benoit's return, but it after quite a long time off. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was his match back. Um, and then the main event: King Booker, Bobby Lashley, Batista, and Finley in a fatal four way for the heavyweight title. King Booker at the time. Um, this was, do you think this was Booker's best run as King Booker? Yes. Yeah, he was amazing, wasn't it? And it was a good title run as well. Um, Over-exaggerated accent, just everything about this. Yeah, he really did. He nailed it. And it was a good run. It was a good, good title run. Um, yeah. And it, from this, though, it did lead to quite a good. I know, obviously, you said Kennedy Taker was the first blood match. I think Kennedy didn't. Benoit take the US title off him. MVP started feuding with Kane. I think there was the the I Quit match of Chavo and Ray. Yeah, it led up to some pretty good things. And the Hardys reformed, didn't they? Oh, soon after this. I think Jeff and Matt got back together yeah. soon after this. But yeah. What do you know? What do you know? Right. You ready for this week's? <laughs> Are you excited? I know this is your most, yeah. this is the most exciting part. I want to see you get some 80s stuff. We've not really ever landed on that. 89 is, I think, the only one we've had. Okay, right. As always, Vince Russo, take it away. Right, my man. 85 to 2021. I hope you're ready. All right, I'm going to start spinning, and you're going to say stop. So when you're ready, and go. said stop yep oh 1997 oh no <laughs> oh my god i've just seen wrestlemania 13 this was psycho sid versus undertaker oh god oh god oh god all right oh god this could be tough for you okay when you're ready because there's like 15 of those yeah you've got there's one night only's in your house ground zero Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, stop. Okay. February 16, in your house, final four. Oh, I, in my head, I was like, I'm going to get final four. Interesting. <laughs> it's a quick and easy one. Yeah. Yeah, four quarters, elimination. Let's have a look here. So you've got the Godwins and the Headbangers on the pre-show. <laughs> Uh, Mark Mero versus Leaf Cassidy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Eve Cassidy. Al Snow. Uh, the Nation of Domination, which is Crush Farouk and Savio Vega. Um, taking on Bart Gun, Flash Funk. Yes, Flash Funk. And Goldust with Marlena this time. Um, not Terry Reynolds yet. Rocky by Via, Intercontinental Champ, taking on Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Oh, my God. Look how that changed. Um, the Camam, Canadian American Express. Um, take it on Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. 
And then the fatal four-way, four corners elimination match. Bret Hart, Stone Cold, Vader, and The Undertaker. Damn. Boy, you're going back in time, sir. 97. <laughs> Shouldn't this be fun. Is the one who lost his smile. Yeah. Oh, my God. This was, wasn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. originally, lost his smile. Originally, this was going to be a number one contenders match. Brett would have won it, gone on to fight Sean at Mania. But Sean lost his smile, so they decided to just put the belt on the line. Yeah. Wow. God. Yeah, and this was like, this was like this year where you felt that it was starting to turn, you know? Like the Austin thing was really coming into effect. I mean, it was WrestleMania that he obviously pretty much became face when at the next WrestleMania. And this was the big turning point, I think. This is when it started, you know, Rocky and Hunter S. Holmesley showed that what they can do. And yeah, yeah, you should be fun. Right then. Bloody idiots. There hasn't really been an idiot this week. So I'm guessing Dark Side of the Ring, people's reaction, we could make the idiots, to be fair. <laughs> You're just looking cancel at this point. Yeah. And I think what we should finish on is we're, like, we'll, we'll put uh, an eulogy to Tamina's WWE title career. <laughs> And on that note, Geo's just cut me off. He's gone. <laughs> Guys, we'll see you next week. All right.